Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to another NBA offseason recap. Before I get into my thoughts, here's a quick message about goalie. Goalie gummies are a fun and easy way to incorporate apple cider vinegar into your daily routine. And now in 2021, goalie has introduced their Ashwa gummies. These Ashwa gummies are made for people looking to relax and get rid of some stress. Goalie has also introduced their superfruits gummies. And these superfruits gummies help form the collagen within your body. And the newest gummies that Goalie has introduced are the Super Greens gummies. And these Super Greens gummies are made with 11 Super Greens plus essential vitamins, probiotics, and nutrients to help improve digestive health, healthy liver function, healthy immune system, and so much more. If you guys want to try out these delicious and healthy apple cider vinegar gummies, ashwa gummies, Super Fruits gummies, and Super Greens gummies, please make sure to head to Goalie.com. That's Goalie, G-O-L-I.com, and use promo code T-F-E-S for 25% off your order. All right, guys. So for this OKC Thunder offseason recap, I have Jerry with me. You guys could follow him on Instagram at FansideHoopsIG. So before we get into our thoughts, I'm going to name you guys, um, everyone that the Thunder added and, and the guys that they lost. So they added Paul Watson, Derek Favors, Josh Giddy, six overall in the draft. Trey Mann, 18th overall. Jeremiah Robinson Earl, 32nd overall and Aaron Wiggins, 55th overall. They lost Tony Bradley, Al Horford, um, Xavier Simpson, Kemba Walker, who, of course, never played for them. Um, but I wanted to mention him there, and Jalen Horde. So, Jerry, if you want, you can start us off here, bro, um, with your thoughts on what the Thunder did uh, this offseason. Yeah, I like the Derek Favors trade. I think it was a really solid move uh, to bring in a center who can score. You know, because because uh, they're really a young team. They're really trying to build for the future. So right now they're not going they're not going all out on like trying to win now. So I thought it was a I thought it was like I thought it was like uh, but you still need a player that that can score. You still need to like put a like a good product on the floor. So I think Derek Favors is a solid uh, solid addition. Uh, Paul Watson, I think he'll be okay uh, for the team. Nothing, nothing too big, but not, but not a move that I'm like uh, highly against. Uh, the Josh Giddy move, I'm not really, I'm not like too high on it. But he is a young player from Australia. Uh, he was their sixth overall pick. I'm not really sure how good he he's gonna be. Uh, I was a little concerned, uh, like going like like after they drafted him to see as um because I, I started looking at him i'm not really sure if he has those if he has those skills but he is a six foot eight point guard who can shoot so at a like, who's a decent shooter so we we can never like we can never like rule him out as a, a uh we, we can never like count this guy out yeah, like these types of players out uh trey man 18th overall, um, and, you know, uh, another player they can really build their uh, young roster around. Uh, Aaron Wiggins, 55th overall, and, uh, another player to, you know, fill out their roster. I think he was also a point guard. Let me check. He is a six foot five point guard. So they're really going for a lot for these uh, taller point guards, not not your traditional six two, six three point guards. They they're really like um, they're really starting to follow the trend 
a recent trend that's like starting but not really been talked about because after you know after you see tall point guards like Lonzo Ball, Lamelo, Cade Cunningham, you know these types of point guards who are like uh, a lot taller, more like your Penny Hardaway type of point guards rather than your Steve Nash type of point guards. Uh, yeah, so that 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 is, that is something uh, I'm start that I've noticed that like I haven't really heard about, but hey, but I think uh, OKC is starting to to catch on and they're really like starting to they're really starting to build in that type uh, in that type of direction. Obviously, they have uh, Shea Gill, just Alexander, another six foot six point guard. So I think that's really good. But that but that's already what they already have. Um, I also forgot to mention that they added Jeremiah Earl, uh, Jeremiah Robinson Earl, 32nd overall in this year's draft. As for the players they lost, uh, the they traded Al Horford to the Celtics, but it was really just so that they can save um, so that they can save money and add another pick because I think that was the pick where they took Trey Mann, 18th overall. So I thought that was a really smart decision, even though Al Horford right now is a good player. They're really not looking to win right now. They're trying to build more towards the future. Uh, the Kemba Walker, the decision to cut Kemba Walker, I'm not really a big fan of, but I can understand because of, um, because how much money he's making, and also because of his injury problems, his injury history, he hasn't really been healthy the last two years. But he was healthy. But when, but when, uh, but when you can, but we've seen what he can do in Charlotte. So, so losing him would probably, or not, well, not really losing him because they never really, they never really kept planned on keeping him. But, but. Not keeping him was like a move I'm not really a big fan of, but I'm not really against it either. But yeah, I mean, overall, I think OKC is not ready to win now. I don't think they're going to be a very good team this season, but it's not really too bad because they have a whole bunch of draft picks that they can use in the future to trade up, to trade for a star. And they have, and they already have uh, Shea, so... Shea Gilgis Alexander, which if anything, if he develop continues to develop, they can just trade those picks and get a another star around him and then just add role players, shooters, defensive players, shot creators. And you know, it'll it'll all be okay. I think though, I think OKC is gonna be good for in the future, just not today. I agree with you hundred percent. Yeah, they're not like built, they're not built for now, like at all. They're they're looking to establish something um, into the future. Like you said, they do have a great uh, starting point um, uh, with Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Like that's a great young piece to build around. Um, and yeah, Derek Favors, man. I, I'm a big fan of Derek Favors. Obviously, he's not a star player. He's not a big name you, you're going to hear about a lot, but he's been a setter. In, uh, uh, he's been a solid big man. Um, his time at Aaron Brown, he came in with the New Jersey Nets. Then his time with Utah. Then he went uh, one year for the to the Pelicans, and he went uh, right back to Utah. But I've always liked Derek Favors. Um, I think he's really going to help all these young guys uh, on the court, of course, but also in the locker room, um, off the court. Like, I think he could really be a great uh, veteran mentor. 
for all of them. And, and honestly, like, to be honest, I think eventually in a couple months, he'll end up being another asset they used to bring in even more draft capital. And I don't blame them for it. Like, why not? Like, you know, there could be a contender near the deadline that wants, like, an extra big man or extra depth uh, for their bench, and they'll give uh, um, OKC uh, a couple picks, even if it's not a first round, maybe even – a future first round or like maybe two or three second round picks. Like you never know what they could get for Derek favors. And, uh, and yeah, and honestly, Paul Watson, I don't know much about him. They signed him. I looked him up here. So he's played four years and then, and uh, I mean, three years uh, in the NBA, he played for the Hawks. Yeah. He's played for Toronto so far um, in his career. He's averaged four points per game, um, two rebounds, one assist, uh, shooting 45% from three, 70% from the free throw line. Um, he's a small forward, 6'6", 210 pounds. Um, then they drafted uh, Josh Giddy, who Jerry talked about, the, the tall point guard from Australia. Then they drafted Trey Mann. Um, Trey Mann, uh, he, he was a Gator this past season. Um, his second year with Florida, he averaged 16 points per game, go along with uh, six rebounds and four assists. He shot 40% from three, 83% from the free throw line. Then Jeremiah Robinson Earl, another guy they drafted here. Um, he played two years at Villanova. This past season, he averaged 16 points per game to go along with nine rebounds and two assists. Then their final draft pick um, in the draft, Aaron Wiggins, another tall guard, just like Jerry mentioned. He played three years at Maryland. This season, he averaged uh, 15 points per game, six rebounds and three assists shooting 36% from three and 77% from the free throw line. But, but yeah, other than that, honestly, like I, I don't have m much more thoughts on the Thunder um, being that they're kind of the team that's really, yeah, not built for now at all. Of course, there's other teams that aren't going to win now, but at least o OKC knows what they're doing and they have one of the best general managers in all of basketball and Sam Presti. But I, I do want to talk about one more thing. I remembered, I, I agree with Jerry. Um, I was surprised when they just let go of Kemba. Cause I, I don't know, like, I have a, I don't know. I, I, I don't believe that they couldn't get um, some draft capital for in return for Kemba. And even, even if it took some time, even if it took all the way to February, the trade deadline, at least if they put him in the play and maybe he was producing, you know, some team would have give up, given up some draft picks for him. Like, I don't, but I, maybe, I don't know. They just felt comfortable just like letting him go before the season and, not wanting to create like any dysfunction in the locker room in the season, maybe, but, but yeah, those are my thoughts on the Thunder, but you have any other thoughts? No, nah, I mean, just, just what we've always been saying, like, I think this is a team that's built to win in the future. Just they're not there yet. Not hundred percent, man. Uh, yeah, guys, those are our overall thoughts on what the Thunder did this off season. Thank you guys so much for listening to another NBA off season recap. Stay tuned for more. Off-season recaps coming your way. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at Rob Gal. That's R-O-B-C-A-O. -O. You can follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you listen. Rate and review on Apple. You can also follow us on Instagram at the Flame underscore ES and on Twitter at the Flame underscore underscore ES. Thanks again for tuning in. Until next time, everyone. Take care. <laughs>